0: You're listening to Music Tectonics.
1: Welcome back to Music Tectonics, where we go beneath the surface of music and tech. I'm your host, Dimitri Vitsa. I'm the founder and CEO of Rock, Paper, Scissors. We're a PR firm that specializes in music technology. And we are focused right now on what everyone in the music space can do uh, right now, while we're all at home, self-isolating, working from home, making music from home, performing from home, so you'll hear lots of episodes right now. We're putting out way more than one a week right now about things like live streaming, remote collaboration, making music in ways and spaces that you're not used to. And so I'm really excited today because I have the CEO and founder of PiBox, Ivan telichuk with me. Ivan, how are you doing?
0: I'm okay. How are you?
1: I'm doing good. Where are you calling in from?
0: Yeah, I'm currently in Kiev uh, with our developers and team. We are both in Helsinki and in Kiev, like spread it between different countries. But here is a little bit locked down. And that's why I'm there uh, for more time than needed.
1: <laughs> yes. Everyone's stuck somewhere right now. Yeah. And that's kind of relevant to the audience and the conversation. And it's kind of relevant to what, what you do with Pybox. Why don't you start off just by telling us about what Pybox is?
0: Uh, PiBox is a collaboration solution for music produ- producers and music production teams. Uh, it helps to cut timing on when you review music on discussions, on understanding where track needs to go, on uh, um, collaboration, on on um, chat, and on file sharing also. So it's like sort of all-in-one solution where you can organize all, all your uh, music collaboration online work. When did you guys get started? It's actually near two years ago, we started with the music industry and uh, we see how it uh, like performed there and it's uh, like now it's like something that are closer to B2B before it was like a um, solution for music engineers and producers uh, now it's we have a lot of feedback and it's more like for teams now something like this
1: hmm interesting well w- we will get into that but why did you start PiBox
0: oh why uh, it was uh, I was collaborating with uh, my another partner we was actually in one city but in different regions and was using like Gmail to send tracks. Um, we also um, was uploading tracks to solutions like Dropbox or others. We're communicating on WhatsApp, and it's become really messy where tracks are, what was the last feedback, what was the last version, where it is, where the original files are. And it's uh, all the time lost thing. And uh, like, creative process really uh, was not super well. And we, I decided with uh, our team, like, uh, I have it friends and we decided to make a simple solution for musicians to collaborate and then started like developing after it more and more
1: so were you c- uh, c- creating music as as an artist or as a composer for film or production libraries
0: yeah more like more like uh, we are a band of two so we are like multi-instrumentalists we can make uh, all the arrangement with ourselves with my friend Dmitry and we started together, and we just sent each other the tracks and discussions, and it was really a mess, you know.
1: I got you. Yeah. So, um, who's your most common user? Uh, I think you were kind of hinting that you started in one place, but you moved into more of a B two B type user.
0: Yeah, it's because we are a startup, and uh, mm. we want to grow faster. And you need a little really large budgets to cover the every musician or hobby player, right? So we. Uh, our common user now is more like a manager who manages music production or small production team uh, and also like mixing engineers and yeah of course bands are buying our solutions now especially because it's like uh, they are everyone at home but the main our focus of our team now is the team small teams and large teams uh, who produce music and discuss like uh, collaborate and are around it
1: Right. And I noticed from your website that you have some uh, production uh, houses that are worth major labels. You have folks that are in production libraries that are probably involved with more like film and TV. Uh, Is that right?
0: Yeah. And universities also we have some because they like how they can scale their communication with students.
1: Oh, interesting. That makes a lot of sense. I guess they can get student assignments submitted and be able to comment or students can collaborate and then the teacher can go and review what the conversation was and that sort of thing.
0: Yeah, it's faster and more efficient and more, even more entertaining how they do it, you know, like to explain things on the right on the way form.
1: Right. Let's talk about that because the workflow for remote collaboration using Pybox is, is very unique. Obviously, you've been, built it for the ground up as an artist. Let's, yeah. let's just talk through what are, what are those features? What is the, what is the workflow? Um, what's the first thing you do? What's the next thing that happens? How does somebody else get involved?
0: It's pretty simple. You create collaboration project like collaboration area where you have two modes like chat mode and cloud mode. Uh, And you drag and drop file, any type of file we support, but uh, discussions now is uh, on audio files. You drag and drop it, you double press uh, on the file and you can uh, choose some ranges on the wave or points on the wave, mention someone else. It's like really in a social way to uh, discuss the track. Then you upload, for example, Composer upload new version. It will be connected to older one and you will see notifications, your email in chat also and you can uh, like uh, discuss right on the track or discuss general in the chat. So you have one place, not need to switch to email or to Slack or to any other tool. So this is the main idea. But also you can switch to mode the same project, you can switch to files view and, and organize it as folders, versions, share files with a link, and adding also people to each project by a simple link. So you don't have to teach someone uh, like to do like new work so they know messaging tools they know simple like uh, commenting like in SoundCloud right and they know how right. works uh, files like in the file system so we have all this in one place That's okay why. so
1: let me let me just clarify Ivan so you you mentioned chat mode and cloud mode so chat mode is kind of like a, a news feed or a slack channel type of situation and cloud mode Cloud mode is more like a folder hierarchy, like what you're used to on your, your desktop, laptop kind of thing.
0: Yeah, that's why uh, in this way you, you have a dynamic, more creative view, but also a structured view.
1: Right. So so you can, you can create a hierarchy around projects, albums, tracks, yes. sections yeah. of tracks, or at the same time, you can do kind of like a chronology of conversation.
0: Yes, like a timeline also.
1: Okay, got it. What else? What what else happens in the in the workflow?
0: Um, this is the main thing. Uh, also, we have some um, for larger companies. We have uh, ability to connect uh, to for any team. We have uh, like a simple um, checklist inside the cloud. Uh, so in each each folder, you have a simple smart checklist that can be like a trigger for if you gather deliverables for example or you gather some packs of content or you want 100 percent gathered content to be sent to your library or to any other ip integration uh budgeting some people using also in each folder you can so it's like a hybrid like mutant of of uh, Cloud chat and data gathering tool, and of course, review, right?
1: The, the checklist, is that something that there's a template checklist that somebody uses, or it's a place where you create your custom checklist? You can
0: create custom checklist, but also save as a template to boost your work. We try to optimize everything. Uh, some, some, some teams use their own templates uh, to, uh, to track the production or to track the deliverables list, for example.
1: Right. Okay. What? Let's just let's just break that down a tiny bit more. What? What are slowly here? What are some specific examples of uh, a few things on the, on the checklist?
0: For example, you gather uh, like deliverables for uh, pack that need to be uh, connected to your library. For example, or type of different uh, stamps, instruments that uh, composer need to deliver right to finalize the project. And you don't have to use some task manager tool or or manager to keep some notes. You just press... They can drag and drop files right on the checklist lines and press like done, 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 you know, like everything and, and gather the content. So it's like, this, this is for this case can be. Some people use it like a structure for, okay, this is stage number one, stage number two, stage number three, mixing. So some people use it for staging. So we are not um, you can You can create all your workflow in Pibox without um, uh, some restrictions, you know. So it's your way to do things.
1: Gotcha. So let me ask you, are there any other features that you're especially proud of, something that might be unique to Pibox?
0: Unique is the, of, unique is some, waveform is really beautiful. Everyone likes the waveform because <laughs> it's something that professional it's done professional, but you can uh, work e- in an easy social way. But the unique thing is we are combining all these modules in one place, so you don't have to switch to other tools, and you see the whole picture. that the The main point is some invisible value also you have because you are in one place. You see how production is going, what is happening, and like you can you can do things faster. So this is the the secret is in combination, maybe also of the things.
1: Right, right. And don't you also have like a, a video chat, screen share component as well?
0: Uh, it was before we are redoing it a little bit because, you know, like current demand, the people want group because it was uh, like one-to-one person uh, streaming, even stereo streaming was there. So studios used it to stream sound from their uh, DAW station, like Ableton or Pro Tools. And uh, video also was there and screen sharing was there. But we need to uh, really boost it with the new uh, like new quality, new like group features and it will be also soon, it's not yet on our website. And maybe other formats will appear like in months or two will appear video and photo review. So also videos is good for people who work with soundtracks to advertising, for example. So we want to add this and we are collaborating currently with few companies to deliver this feature. We, We actually discuss all the features with community and make it together with our customers. This is how we do things. Yeah, we are not imagine something. It was first impulse when I was a music producer that we started it, but after it we use only uh, like uh, customer reviews, uh, like uh, customer development technology to build the product.
1: Gotcha. So earlier you mentioned that when we were talking about the the live streaming ability, you mentioned being able to live stream from your DAW, from an Ableton or Pro Tools or other DAW. what is the relationship if you are very deeply involved with using a DAW for doing music production? Say, for example, right now with everybody on isolation because of the COVID-19 crisis, they might traditionally sit next to each other with Pro Tools open or with Ableton or something else open. Um, if you're r- collaborating remotely, what is the interaction between you and your DAW and Pybox?
0: Um you say with this feature because it's now not available you mean yeah yeah
1: but not no not with that feature but just in general what
0: yeah in general it's like uh, just they have track they bounced this track and producers send this track to uh like a collaboration group where managers people who review music and uh they just comment on it discuss it and the new version also will be uploaded the same way to us so it's not something that uh, are connected directly now to pro tools but it's enough for you to drag and drop stuff uh, and and streamline it in Pybox. so it's it's good optimization for all team to see wh- what what has happened but it's not we don't have yet direct integrations with pro tools or ableton
1: Right. And so your production process internally in your home studio or at your professional studio is still the same. You're still using the same setup, but then yeah, when you're course. ready for feedback and interaction, that's where PiBox comes in. It's really like in the past, you uploaded it to Google Drive or Dropbox or WeTransfer yes. or you sent it as an email attachment. Yes. And then all of a sudden there were multiple threads happening. You weren't sure who was commenting, who was seeing at which times. And it was just a mess. To, you had to keep it all straight yeah. in your head so this yeah. is really solely focused on that remote collaboration pot process
0: yeah every, every uh like all the road after track uh, exporting from the uh, pro tools or ableton uh we are we are there after you export. box come in to all the communications to uh to for you not to work in your email messaging apps or uh like google drive so we are better right. in the this organization structure
1: Gotcha. And so, um, if you're not collaborating with another, if you're not a producer collaborating with an artist or an artist collaborating with another artist, say I'm just an artist, who might I want to introduce to PiBox for this type of remote interaction? What are the roles in the industry?
0: Uh, you mean, you mean, uh, well, you uh, mentioned
1: record labels, for example. A lot of artists work on their own and deliver a finished finished mm-hmm. track, mm-hmm. Um, but other artists might have more of a collaborative relationship with their label. What are the, I mean, is it, is that pretty much it? It's like producers, artists, label AR are there other roles that are, Mm -hmm. and you mentioned obviously the educational setting, we can talk about Mm -hmm. that separately, Mm -hmm. but but within the music space, the industry side, are there any other roles in the industry that get involved with Pybox?
0: Yeah, actually it's like, yeah, managers, producer, can be product managers if the company has library, so they want to optimize input. So actually we have the same with Epidemic Sound, uh, like all of the music that are... um, Okay. Uh, sending to this library also going through us uh, some mm, what else uh, some and, and our people and our people yeah as you said it's the main roles maybe but uh, also some people work with clients of course they are sharing these tracks for example with client to collaborate um, yeah, so it's like it, we, we're still uh, researching uh, different audiences. That's why we are adding new formats in PiBox that we see that it's, it's, it's tried to spread more. For example, video, the same, they work with video production, they want to send it. And in PiBox it will be ability to switch tracks for the same video. So, you know, like it's, it's a benefit also for creative team to give a fast feedback. So we start communicating with different uh, departments also when we are adding more formats in the same way as the audio.
1: Can you actually see the video with the waveform together now or that's coming down the road?
0: Yeah, it it's will be, I think, yeah, one, two months maximum for uh, to, to ship this feature. And we are working already with uh, several teams to, uh, to make it properly.
1: So then this becomes uh, a useful tool in kind of the sync licensing film TV world in addition to producing the original audio, but also how you align the audio with the video, uh, what tracks or stems are coming in, what other effects are coming in, things like that.
0: Yeah, because this came naturally from uh, audio industry because they are working together. And they ask us, maybe we can do this also because it will be causing more, um, more problems for them.
1: Yeah. So if someone's doing remote, co- let's bring it back down to maybe the artist level. If someone's doing remote collaboration for the first time, what should they be paying attention to? And what what are some things they might not realize until after they're pretty deep into it that you can sort of fast forward their learning?
0: Um, they're not seeing uh, the first time when they're, when they're starting that they're losing a lot of time in negotiations on some tracks or with mixing engineer maybe. Or uh, they are often uh, checking back what version was last or what version I liked best with this bass or drums, for example. So they are not seeing these issues and they are just working because they have something uh, like under, like in their access, right? Like Dropbox or email, they just start working because they are more emotional. They start using everything that's near, you know, like under like Skype and, and so on. But uh, the, a lot of uh, a lot of time they're losing or ideas in some email or fixes, or maybe they uh, lose some um, uh, some version of a track. They like some sound there. So it's like even in creative process of, a team, which is like not a company, but, but just disappear pure creator, they have a lot of uh, small things that uh, can impact on quality of their product. I'm not talking about the teams. Teams is really, it's really uh, high, uh, high. Um, um, they use a lot of time to, to explain uh, because it's a lot of tracks, you know, like a lot of people involved. They have a lot of pains. And they also need time to, of course, to approve uh, something new to their workflow because... They think that, okay, Dropbox is enough or, 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 or Google Drive or Gmail is enough, but uh, they just need to try this new solution. This is how, how we how we try it. So with, for startup, it's always hard to uh, explain and, and say that uh, something new is, will save your time. You know, like we're, we're, yeah. That's why we're making case studies with companies and we'll also release them soon. Right,
1: understand. Okay, what else have you learned about remote collaboration over the years that uh, just because you have this window and you're thinking about how to create this product for this particular set of use cases, uh, mm-hmm. are there other things that kind of come to mind that that uh, are useful for our, our listeners to know about?
0: Yeah, as we as we said before, it can be for other formats. So as you said, for TV and uh, like for video formats. Also, um the good insights for us that is that um like it's better to have a like, like collaboration dynamic tool uh to work um, the same way as you use now like your chats and emails so it will not kill the pro- uh, like creativity and the f- like uh, like creative flow so we also understand that tools don't need to be uh hard to uh uh, to be understandable by managers and especially by musicians who uh, deliver music, so it need to be the same way as they worked before. So a lot of different insights, uh, but yeah, but the main insights are in our product actually. As I said, as I said, all features that uh, we say now, like the guessing deliverables. Inviting easy to each project, Uh, all projects have like different uh, Folding so you can have albums with tracks inside all the product is actually inside, you know, like the product is uh, What we discussed now, it's it's uh, everything that uh, was taken from different production teams and we delivered and developed it inside pybox So we pretty discussed what is like uh, what what is uh, What can be solved and what is the insight in collaboration?
1: Cool. Well, let's, let's, uh, you know, since this music tectonic series is kind of in response to what's going on in the world right now, I'm curious what you're seeing with the worldwide self isolation work from home situation in terms of how it's impacting remote collaboration and music right now. Are you, are you, uh, are you hearing from people? Are you hearing from more people? Are there different quests? How are people engaging with remote music making right now?
0: Yeah, it's of course it's very high impact on uh, how people move to remote. It's like 100% people moved, of course, uh, to different tools. Like as I said, basic tools, our tools, any other tools. But we now understand that um, it's, um internet was a long time ago, so people already have some solutions and they understand how it works. Just uh, more people now start doing like every, on everyday basis, and also. Um, Musicians have also like already some simple setups to deliver because uh, a lot of companies working with musicians who work from their studios, you know, like not everyone is uh, going to studio. So it's like, it's it's uh, just how uh, how many people start using it on everyday basis, but people know that remote work will be uh, number one, you know, like time saver and like uh, uh, road to the work saver, you know, like you, you, you uh, spend a lot of time Driving around, or just uh, giving a feedback in studio, I need to book a time and so on. So it's like uh, now it just become like mainstream, <laughs> no? Yeah. Like it's it's become pop- it's I'm it uh, it was popular for me even it uh, before it becomes mainstream. You know, like like internet jokes that people are a lot of people are working uh, remotely but now they are just everyone moved there
1: yeah right i mean it's changing the workflow from a cultural perspective because we have to do it but it will change habits as a result and after we're back to normal hopefully people will have new habits
0: yeah 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 they will they will use it ev- actually after this uh, all this lockout and so on so it's it's a good um, technology to uh, have in your hands like all the remote tools you have now so then, use it after you will be yeah. in office, but yeah, you will be more productive then.
1: Are Are you seeing a, a huge growth right now as a result? Is it is it exponential or is it just uh, mildly more?
0: It's more, but because of we are not uh, using like too much general marketing, we use like uh, more like partnerships, sales, all this. So it's uh, more like passive, but uh, we see the more interest from our. Um, From our articles and from top reviews, so we are in top ten, top seven reviews worldwide, and they are becoming reposting this, and people start coming from it. So we just need now we just need to do more marketing.
1: Oh, I have a I have a PR firm you can talk to. (laughs) Uh, And once once you're on this Music Tectonics uh, podcast, everything's going to explode. I'm just (laughs) joking with you, Ivan. (laughs) Um, Hey. Is there a mobile component? We didn't even talk about this. Is this browser-based? Is it desktop? Do you have mobile? What, what is it?
0: Uh, it's uh, browser-based now, but we had application before. As I said, we started from musicians, and everyone wants mobile version. Now, uh, when it's more team working and we have a lot of features, uh, like we loaded in the web version, uh, we just need some time to update our mobile app. So it's not not, not in the shop now, like in mobile store now. But uh, it will be updated also, will be soon there. So now it's web version, and we're in development of uh, updating our mobile now.
1: Yeah. Uh, What do you think about the kind of the lighter touch apps uh, that are being released for quick capture of songwriting compositions and even being used for some social remote collaboration? Have you seen this new generation of apps coming out, and what do you think about them?
0: Yeah, I've seen them, and they're really good for, uh, like, Capturing, as I said, capturing ideas and creative process. Uh, for, I, I don't know for everyone, uh, but for me, uh, as I work in Ableton, for example, it uh, takes more time to create the same effect, you know, like or the same sound or instrument on the mobile app. Uh, then I can do it in a minutes, you know, like on on the on the laptop and laptop also portable, right? So uh, for, for mobile, uh, I I see uh, like that it's like used for more like uh, for for who is professional, maybe they use more like mic or videos to capture the melodies ideas, and then they should uh, move to Pro Tools or Ableton after it. So it's it's my experience and how I see things, but also it's good maybe for different uh, how people. Uh, like um, teach more, maybe for teachers, for for students who can use, who can try for hobby. It's good, uh, but yeah, it's become powerful, powerful every day. So uh, and and uh, it will be some future around it also.
1: What about the emergence of apps that are both musical instruments and collaboration tools? We're seeing some. We just did an episode with a company called Endless with three S's, where your beat making right on the phone or mobile device, iPad, tablet, and then uh, other people are layering another beat on top or tweaking the effects or adding other stuff. Have you seen those? And I'm curious what you think about those.
0: Uh, n- not this one, but it's uh, also as I said it's like more for good for uh, like initial idea creation that need to be then mixed and produced if if yeah if it's if it's needed of course in in the studio also or in home studio but uh, we see that uh, tools becoming as we as we do becoming the hi- hi- like it making hybrids like mixing of co- collaboration tools and communication because you need to, you need to also discuss ideas. We even see some communication features in uh, large uh, tools, recording tools. And it will be like a next trend. And actually, yeah, actually, we get uh, uh, after this remote uh, uh, hype, let's say, what, what is now happening. We receive a lot of different integration requests and even for, for, uh, from bigger companies to add uh, collaboration element to their systems, which is more like offline. So it's right. like it's it's all the time uh, mixing together this production yeah. side and communication side.
1: Yeah, I, I'm I'm I'll be curious uh, how this all goes down because in a way you've kind of identified this need of human collaboration that's really about sharing and communication, but it's not really much about production. Within your yeah. within your platform, and so for example, if somebody has one stem, they're not adding another stem in the same spot in PiBox. They're not, um, you know, layering tracks together. They're doing that within their DAW or maybe some other kind of app or something like that. But these newer apps, some of them, they have that feature built in, as well as the ability for some social communication. Not at the same professional workflow level that you're doing right now, but it's it's always interesting to see as the hardware develops and and people have access to more and more powerful tools some of the software side feels much lighter touch for the user it feels a little more like a consumer app than a b2b app mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. then over time somehow those two threads have to merge you know over yeah. time either either your users are going to say hey we're doing this other stuff in the app can we now have an app where we actually add the beats and then on these other light social production collaboration apps, they might say, hey, we need more communication features. We need to be able to export this high fidelity. We need to be able to do all these other things, you know? So it'll be interesting to see how those two things merge.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's the same as I have in my head.
1: Yeah, so are there any other tools or apps that you like in the space that you operate in, maybe not competitors, but nice things that fit nice together with the flow or just things that as an as an artist producer, you're keeping an eye on, that you're using, you're loving. Anything else you can refer us to?
0: Uh, like for me is actually to say that I am as a user using, of course, I like uh, like synthesizers like Arturia. Uh, like an Alex sound, but I sold my old synthesizers <laughs> as a, you know, like with when I, when I become like family guy and IT. So, like, I, I just, we, it was a nice story. We invested hardware synthesizers and gear in marketing to boost Pybox. it was a really cool story <laughs> I was working with um, like a pre- uh, comp- like marketing guy who was also music producer and he get the payments with the synthesizers <laughs> So this why yeah. I, I moved to uh, like software but they are sounding as, as I said I like how in Ableton I can do it really fast and also uh, what what other tools so actually yeah it's the main I like I like different synthesizers. Uh, I use this. Uh, Splice is also uh, giving a lot of features to, um, to run some scenes. Uh, yeah, it's a lot of different things happening. I like uh, also some uh, gen- music generative. Uh, it's a lot of music generative startups. I don't remember all their names, but yeah. I use uh, music generation to have some experimental chords, for example, in music. So it's a lot of changing, really. It's, yeah. it's too, too much to tell, you know. <laughs> Another podcast we need for it.
1: Yeah, yeah, you can play with another app every minute and and never <laughs> run out, right? Yeah. Um. You mentioned Splice. Is there um. Is there overlap between features between PiBox and Splice, uh, or is there a good way to use them both?
0: It's yeah. It's maybe use both because Splice. It's like um, Ableton to Ableton, for example, uh, integration that you can uh, collaborate, but uh, it's not offering. F- Features that are like about uh, communication, management, and discussion of this, but it can be like good to use splice if you are uh, you have like your producers that can use together splice solution, and we are for communication can be also. And but splice, I think they are more focused now on samples, on synthesizers, this model. So they are a little bit switched from um, this in- initial collaboration integration they have before.
1: Hey, uh, before we go, and this has been great, I I really appreciate you taking the time to not only give us the update of of what Pybox is and what what you're doing, but also to to put it in context. Super helpful. I I like that kind of conversation so that, Regardless of whether somebody decides pie boxes for them, they're thinking about these bigger picture things. So I appreciate that. But before you go, since you bounce between uh, Kiev and Ukraine and Helsinki and Finland, can you talk a little bit about what the music scenes are like there? Because a lot of our listeners are US based, but also worldwide might be helpful, you know, uh, maybe the music tech scenes in particular. Um, Is there anything that you can tell us about the culture or vibe of those two cities or, or countries?
0: Uh, I can tell you more. Just, uh, we just start moving to Finland and Helsinki. So I know less little bit about this country. I'm originally from Ukraine, Kyiv. And uh, so about Kyiv. Kyiv is really booming with different artists. Uh, a lot of electronic music. Uh, it's, some clubs are uh, like techno guys are in top now in some beat So it's a lot, of, a lot of electronic underground music. And popular sound is really not very good. It's like more... Uh, ukrainian russian songs which is really simple but uh but experimental electronic stuff is really nice and it's uh, uh modular some modular synthesizers handmade synthesizer synthesizer become a companies also so it's some some of these guys appears also in uh music tech um i don't know all the some social apps also there uh, like uh Louder me maybe uh, they are uh, offering some bottles for musicians online because it, actually because the problem is in Ukraine it's really hard to uh, earn on music really really hard it's like uh, now it's it's harder even because of look out this one uh, but yeah. it's hard because market is um, it's like a lot of format uh, music that is uh, for radio stations like really pop music but uh, all mm-hmm. the underground teams and our why, why I'm also uh, switched to. Uh, it more because it's impossible to earn on if you're making some more like art music you know like more like or post rock yeah. or or indie even or alternative music so it's hard so this is but but th- that's why it's a lot of uh, teams that appear in Ukraine that are like tech really tech uh, making their gears uh, or making software as we you know uh, or making other technology so there's lots of engineers here that's yeah, why it's yeah. becoming more like geeky, <laughs> geeky <tech. laughs> M- less yeah. music, but more, more like this. But it's yeah, it's it's growing because we are on the zero point. We have a lot of potential to grow.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Well, thanks for those insights. It's just good to connect the world up and and to hear about what's going on. Uh, Yvonne tolychuk with PiBox. That's p i xcom Uh Thanks so much for taking the time. Uh, it's been great chatting with you and I hope we get to meet in person sometime.
0: Yeah. Thank you, Dmitry. Have a good day.
1: Okay. Be safe. And thank you for listening to Music Tectonics. Please hit subscribe on your favorite podcasting app. Come to musictectonics.com and sign up for our newsletter. We're currently doing weekly webs days. Every Wednesday at 12 p.m. Eastern, we're doing a online meetup with Music Tech uh, thought leaders. It's a chance for you to do a shout out and meet other folks. We've had anywhere from 50 to 70 people join these every Wednesday. Um, we're doing some on live streaming, remote collaboration. We'll be coming up with more topics as well. If you'd like to propose a topic or a thought leader to join us, just tweet us with hashtag websday, W-E-B-S-D-A-Y and hashtag music tectonics. We'll keep an eye out for that. Thanks so much for listening and stay tuned because we're bringing you more in the coming days. You're listening to music tectonics.